0: Slava, Jesus Christus, Novike, glory be to Jesus Christ, glory be forever. This is uh, Father Basil again. And I've been talking about some of the characters of the Old Testament, some of the people of the Old Testament, their stories, their relationship with God and how that applies to us. So if you've listened to my previous podcasts, I've talked about Adam and Eve and Abraham and Moses and uh, King David and uh, all those, uh, and the Joseph and his brothers and all those people who served God and uh, their relationship with God. So today I'm going to talk about Daniel. Uh, some of you may remember the story of Daniel in uh, the famous one that I'll be talking about right away, Daniel in the Lion's Den, but also his friends, uh, Daniel's friends, Shadrach, Mishach, and Abednego, who were thrown into the uh, fire pit and uh, the burning furnace, and survived with the help of angels. So these were Jewish people who were living in Babylon because Israel had been taken over by the Babylonian king, Nebuchadnezzar, and he had uh, enslaved them and had taken them to uh, Babylon. And Daniel and his friends were very wise and became the king's advisors because they had God on their side. They, they maintained their Jewish faith, they maintained their Jewish heritage, and became advisors for the king because of their great intelligence. So um, I'm going to read to you the story of how Daniel ended up in the lion's den and what happened after that? Darius divided his kingdom into 120 states and placed a governor in charge of each one. In order to make sure that his government was run properly, Darius put three other officials in charge of the governors. One of these officials was Daniel, and he did his work so much better than the other governors and officials that the king decided to let him govern the whole kingdom. The other men tried to find something wrong with the way Daniel did his work for the king, but they could not accuse him of anything wrong because he was honest and faithful and did everything he was supposed to do. Finally, they said to one another, we will never be able to bring any charge against Daniel unless it has to do with his religion. They all went to the king and said, your majesty, we hope you live forever. All of your officials, leaders, advisors, and governors agree that you should make a law forbidding anyone to pray to any god or human except you for the next 30 days. Everyone who disobeys this law must be thrown into a pit of lions. Order this to be written and then sign it so that it cannot be changed. Just as no law, no written law of the Medes and Persians can be changed. So King Darius made the law and had it written down. Daniel heard about the law, but when he returned home, he went upstairs and prayed in front of the window that faced Jerusalem. In the same way that he had always done, he knelt down in prayer three times a day, giving thanks to God. The men who had spoken to the king watched Daniel and saw him praying to his God for help. They went back to the king and said, Didn't you make a law that forbids anyone to pray to any god or human except you for the next 30 days? And doesn't the law say that everyone who disobeys it will be thrown into a pit of lions? Yes, that's the law I made, the king agreed. And just like all written laws of the Medes and Persians, it cannot be changed. The men then told the king that Jew named Daniel, who was brought here as a captive refuses to obey you or the law that you ordered to be written. And he still prays to his God three times a day. The king was really upset to hear about this, and for the rest of the day he tried to think how he could save Daniel. At sunset the men returned and said, Your Majesty, remember that no written law of the Medes and Persians can be changed, not even by the king. So Darius ordered Daniel to be brought out and thrown into a pit of lions. But he said to Daniel, You have been faithful to your God, and I pray that he will rescue you. A stone was rolled over the pit, and it was sealed. Then Darius and his officials stamped its seal to show that no one should let Daniel out. All night long, the king cannot sleep. He did not eat anything, and he would not let anyone come to entertain him. At daybreak, the king got up and ran to the pit. He was anxious and shouted, Daniel, you were faithful and served your God. Was he able to save you from the lions? Daniel answered, Your Majesty, I hope you live forever. My God knew that I was innocent, and he sent me an angel to keep the lions from eating me. Your Majesty, I have never done anything to hurt you. The king was relieved to hear Daniel's voice, and he gave orders for him to be taken out of the pit. Daniel's faith in his God had kept him from being harmed, and the king ordered the men who had brought charges against Daniel to be thrown into the pit together with their wives and children. But before they even reached the bottom, the the lions ripped them to pieces. King Darius then sent this message to all people of every nation and race in the world. Greetings to all of you. I command everyone in my kingdom to worship and honor the God of Daniel. He is the living God, the one who lives forever. His power and his kingdom will never end. He rescues people and sets them free by working great miracles. Daniel's God has rescued him from the power of the lions. All went well for Daniel while Darius was king and and even when Cyrus, the Persian, ruled. So, that is the story of Daniel in the lion's den. I'm sure a lot of us have heard of it when we were children. It's one of the most famous Bible stories. So, there's a few things that we should think about from the story. First of all, even though Daniel and his friends who were uh, captives, they were prisoners of the Babylonians, And the Persians, they still kept their faith in God. So that tells us, no matter what our situation is in life, no matter how bad we think our situation is being, we look at the story of Daniel and his friends and can say, God is always going to be with us no matter what the situation is. God is always with us. And Daniel was never afraid. He was never afraid that anything bad was going to happen to him because he trusted in the Lord at all times. He trusted in the Lord to keep the lions from hurting him. And Another thing we should learn from the story are those advisors, those other advisors who were jealous of Daniel, those king's advisors who wanted Daniel destroyed because the king listened to Daniel more than they listened to him, that he listened to them. And we should never be jealous of anyone else in this world. Jealousy doesn't help us. If someone, you know, has more money than us, if someone has a bigger family than us, more friends, it doesn't matter. We should never be jealous of anyone. God gives us what we need in this life, okay? God is always giving us what we need. So don't be jealous of anyone. And finally, I think we can learn from the story, you know, about the power of our faith. Because of Daniel's faith, because he had faith in the lion's den, the king, Darius, wanted everyone to worship the king of Daniel, the God of Daniel. So everyone in the whole kingdom started to worship our God, our Lord, because of Daniel's faith. So how do we bring people back to church? How do we bring people to believe in God again? By having the faith that Daniel had. By showing others that we are not afraid. Be not afraid. You know, that was that old quote that St. John Paul II used to say all the time. Be not afraid. Don't be afraid of anything in life. Don't be afraid that the devil is going to do something bad to us. God is always going to protect us. Have our faith in God. Have our faith that God is going to bring us eternal life. So those are the things I wanted to share with you tonight. God bless you. Have a good night.